Hi, I'm Dr. Taryn McCarthy, business owner, orthodontist, motivational speaker, and mom. After 20 years of striving for success in business, I'm starting the conversation about the business of happiness. True success in life is realized when we achieve inner fulfillment. Join me in the conversation with business leaders and entrepreneurs looking to reignite their passions and redefine success. Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. Hello and welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and today is going to be a great day. There's an old Zimbabwean proverb I want to share with you today. If you can walk, dance. If you can speak, sing. What we're talking about today is using joy to work for you. How to take joy and happiness and make it work for you using it as a tool. Instead of looking at joy and happiness as a destination or a want or a lack, let's use it to our benefit. Okay, hear me out. This happened to me recently, and I'm going to show you exactly what it was and, and how I used joy as a tool, as a way to give me what I needed using joy to feel good. All right, here we go. Hear me out. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, my daughter decided she wanted to redo her room. She's 10 going on 23. <laughs> she has this gorgeous, beautiful room that we created for her. And she's decided, uh-uh, she feels older. She's going into fifth grade now next year. We're at the end of fourth grade. And she now needs to feel like an older kid. And she wants to redo her room. And we started looking online, Pinteresting, looking at catalogs. The indecision is overwhelming. The amount of time that it's taking to do this for me is overwhelming. I like nothing less than redecorating. For me, it's just such a waste of time. And, you know, for Nula, she is being resistant and changing her mind and being hesitant. And of course she is. Why? Because she is her mother's daughter. And just as much as I hate interior decorating, so does she. You know, I just want to pause here and give a shout out to all my listeners who love interior decorating. Oh, I honor you. I honor you. Please know what a superpower that is. If anyone out there is looking for a sign to launch a business or just to validate how valuable cultivating spaces for people is, please hear me. Do it, my friend, please. If you have a talent to create beautiful spaces, I need you. <laughs> we so need you because as much as I hate interior decorating, I love a good space. I'm one of those people that knows, you know, when there's craziness or madness around me or a messy space or a ugly space. I can't work well. I need beauty in my life to have 
a beautiful space to be creative in, to feel good about myself in. The space we're in matters so much. And I've noticed it in my children and at work. You know, when you walk into a beautiful dental office, you feel good about yourself as opposed to an old dilapidated, you know, dirty one or one where plants are dying. You just don't feel so good in it. Healing doesn't happen in beautiful, in ugly spaces. Healing happens in beautiful spaces. Think about when you go to the spa, how great you feel about yourself, how you can really take care of yourself if the space around you is beautiful. So I understand the value of beautiful spaces. They are powerful, absolutely powerful. Now, back to my daughter's room. <laughs> Here I am tasked with recreating the space for her. It means a lot to me. You can tell how much beautiful spaces mean to me. My daughter means a lot to me. So of course, I want to give her this space, but it's beginning to feel like a chore, like a task I don't want to do. And I started listening to my language and I was, oh, Killian, this is just such a waste of my time. I just, I just have to push through. I just, I'm going to consolidate it all into one day. I'm just going to go and make it happen. I'm just going to push through this day and just get it done with. I just am at this point now over it. I want to just make it happen. And then Killian said to me, well, have fun out there. And I said right back at him, I hate this, Killian. It's not fun for me. You know it's not fun for me. Snap, snap, snap. That was what caught my attention. When I snapped at Killian, I had the awareness kick in. <laughs> I'm getting really good at awareness recently. The more you practice it, my friend, the faster you get at being aware in the moment of your thoughts and of your words and of, you know, the beliefs behind them. I thought, oh my gosh, what am I doing? And in that moment of awareness, I decided to choose joy. Now, if you haven't done this before, the way I used to do is reach for gratitude. So gratitude would have looked like, I'm so grateful that I have money to spend on my daughter's room. I'm so grateful that I have this day to spend on my daughter's room. I'm so grateful that I have a daughter I care about and that she cares about her space. I'm so grateful that I care about her feelings. See how suddenly reaching for gratitude makes you feel better. But here's the tool that I decided to reach for in that day because what I really wanted was a phenomenal day. You know me. I wake up every morning and say, today's going to be a great day. And I wanted that day to be great. I didn't want it to be miserable doing something I didn't love. So I decided to love it instead. It was an active choice. It was a choosing in the moment to use joy to work for me. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you didn't get into business to be miserable. The problem is that people feel that if their business gets busier, if they start becoming more successful, that happiness will eventually set in. But it can actually get worse. 
This is why I created the Business of Happiness Prosperity Coaching. In this one-on-one coaching, we look at how to redefine success on your terms and refine the joy and the passion in your dream. Visit me at thebizofhappiness.com and become the happiest business owner you know. So I asked myself, well, what would make this day great? What would it be? Here I am with all these negative stories. What would make this day phenomenal? I thought, I'm going to take the roof off of my car. When I'm driving down to those stores, I'm going to take the roof off. I'm going to turn the volume of my Empowered Woman playlist that I have on my uh, Apple Music account. I have a playlist that just makes me feel so good. And I thought, I'm going to choose that playlist. I'm going to crank up the volume and I'm going to sing my lungs out and enjoy the ride to the store. And then when I get to the store, I'm going to do what that Zimbabwean proverb said. I'm going to dance into the store. Like, I don't care what anyone thinks. I'm going to dance. And I'm going to actually take my headphones and I'm going to listen to music the entire time I'm in the store. And I'm only going to pick out things that look beautiful and call to me. I'm going to actually play a game today where I'm just going to, instead of trying to force myself to understand design and be perfect at it, I'm just going to pick out things that sing and sing to me and make me feel good. I'm going to do a little bit of, you know how that Marie Kondo for a while was such a kick and she said, only keep things that bring you joy. I thought I'm only going to buy things that bring me joy. I chose in the moment to make joy work for me. And it reminded me when I started creating that business plan for my orthodontic practice that I just love. That is one of my deepest passions. And I remember now that I did the same thing. I asked joy to work for me. I thought, what would make me feel fabulous every day going to work? And I realized, oh yeah, I need a beautiful space. And I started just loving on the space. And actually for my office, I hired a personal interior decorator. And I said, listen, this is the vibe I'm looking for. I need your excellence. I want to walk into the space every day and feel phenomenal. Because I want that for myself. But I also want that for my patients and for my team. And I want my team to feel great about themselves. And I want to feel good about myself every day. So that means a long enough lunch hour that I can actually take some time to recoup and regenerate and get back so that I can feel phenomenal for my afternoon patients. That matters to me. I want enough time to zip down to town landing to the ocean and put my feet in the water if I want to, just so that I can come back refreshed. I want to be able to take enough time to go for a run during lunch so I can come back refreshed. So I incorporated in my day time for me. That brought me joy. I asked joy to work for me. So I gift you this tool. Where in your life can joy work for you? What feels hard? What feels like you have to force it? What have you told yourself in the past? I just have to push through. In order to make this happen, I just got to sit down, buckle down, 
push through, make it happen. What if instead of that, you asked yourself, how can I make joy work for me? Ah, I love this conversation. I love this idea. I'd love to hear from you. What works for you when there's something that you don't like to do, but you know it needs to be done, when you know there's purpose to it, right? I'm not telling you to force yourself to do something that someone else expects from you, but when you really know you want to get something done, you know, something like taxes. <laughs> None of us want to do taxes. There's nothing fun about taxes. I don't wake up in the morning and say, I want to do all my financial data preparation for my tax attorney. No, but how can I make joy work for me in that moment? How can I create a space that makes me feel fabulous? Another big uh, help for me in that regard is journaling. I start journaling about why I'm doing it and what feels good about it. You know, with taxes and paperwork with finances, I can get into a really good place really fast when I start riffing on all the things I love about the time I'm taking to do it. The, you know, the honor I feel that I get to manage this money, the honor that I get to take care of my business. This feels empowering. I put on a candle. I light a candle. I turn on some great music. I put something on. I wear something that I love. You know, one of the things I have, I don't know if you've seen on the YouTube videos, but You'll often see me wearing this ring. This ring means so much to me. And when I put it on, I feel empowered. I've connected to this ring a sense of empowerment, a sense of purpose, a sense of passion for what I do. I wear it every day I podcast. I wear it every day I coach my coaching clients. Because to me, this ring makes me feel great when I put it on. In this space, ownership of this space, ownership of this privilege to bring happiness to my community. That's what this ring means. So I set myself up and I ask myself, how can joy work for me? How can I use joy as a tool to feel great about this thing that I need to do? Well, there you go, my friends. That's my delicious tool that I'm sharing with you today on our joined community path towards happiness. I'm permission to feel happy. And you know what's so great is when you do that, just the action of allowing some joy in your life and then defining it for yourself because it won't look the same for any two people. What brings you joy won't necessarily bring me joy. You know, maybe decorating does bring you joy and maybe wearing a ring that really doesn't mean a thing to you. But what is it that does bring you joy and how can you use joy to work for you? Sending you so much love, my friends. Remember. When you feel good, that's when you can do good. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And if you know of a colleague who could benefit from this perspective, empower their day and share this episode with them. Or check out more episodes on thebizofhappiness.com. 
I look forward to discussing happiness in business and in life with you further again next episode. And until then, remember, today is going to be a great day.